you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Gumbo Show, the show where we come together to praise the perfect bowl of South Louisiana goodness. That's what we're going to do tonight. As always, I'm your host, the tomato for your gumbo. If you like tomatoes in your gumbo, Feynman Roberts, I'm coming at you from Mandeville, uh, Louisiana, like just about every time. Joining me tonight is my co-host, Brent Barksdale, the okra for your gumbo from North Texas up there. And we are joined tonight by a very special guest, a great cook and caterer based in the North Dallas area, Gail Levy Boudreaux, the Creole Cajun queen. Welcome to the show, Gail. Uh, it's great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank great. you. Now, I'm now, excited. Now, family, yeah. I'm going to interrupt you. Bring it. Because I'm excited. So, Gail, I'm going to tell you how I found you. I kind of did in that email, but I was judging a gumbo contest in Dallas. And you and the Creole Cajun Queen was the winner. You also, so you won the judges' vote. You won the people's vote. It wasn't even close. I mean, you you <laughs> swept the competition. And I was like, I instantly followed you in all the social medias. Unfortunately, I live about an hour and a half, an hour and a half, <clears throat> excuse me, an hour and a half of where you're at. So it's hard for me to connect. Um, but it's, when we started this podcast, I immediately said, I have to find you and get you on this podcast. Oh. So what made you enter the competition? And then, then tell us, how did you become such a great cook? Well, actually, I entered the contest. I was scared. <laughs> um, I've been um, cooking and catering around Dallas for a minute. And um, a lot of people were telling me, hey, look, there's this gumbo contest that you need to enter. I think that you would do good in it. Now, I didn't actually think I would win because I heard of all of the other great people that were doing the same thing that I was. But, you know, I said, you know what, let me give it a chance. And if I put my gumbo out here, then Dallas can see who I am. I can just show them, wow, this is me, Creole Cajun Queen coming out. Um, as far as um, how I got, you know, who taught me gumbo and where I got it from was from my parents. My dad is Creole and my mother is Creole and Cajun. And that's why I came up with the name. And they both cook gumbos uh, different ways. And they taught me both. True. So um, with that experience, that kitchen experience, I mean, I'm telling you, it was a blessing. And uh, I just practice and practice. So I do it both ways. I do it Creole and I do it Cajun. Well, let me let me just stop you right there. Tell me what the differences is between the two ways. And which one's better? Uh -huh. Well, let me let me tell you, I'm going to give you the best. So the Creole is sort of like with tomato. You know, the mm -hmm. Creole has the tomato, has the okra, um, the seafood and the meat. Uh, the Cajun is basically dark roux, no okra. But my gumbo, uh, the best is when you marinate both of them together. So I have Creole and Cajun, and I marinate them and mix them together, and that makes a great gumbo. Competition wasn't even fair. I mean, she went in, <laughs> planted her flag, and just <laughs> dropped the mic. I mean, it was brutal. It was a takedown. Uh, it worked. Just, That's all I can say. It was amazing. Just so Thank you know, 
that Brent and I have for several years. We when we make gumbo or eat gumbo, we send pictures back and forth. That's how this show got started. Was oh, we would just text pictures okay. back and forth. Not no words, just a picture. And he has been telling me about your gumbo since he judged wow. the contest. Oh my so, goodness. Uh, I know you're doing it. Look, I'm I'm in Mandeville right now. So I'm in South. I stopped in mid-city New Orleans today and bought a bunch of styrofoam cups of gumbo at this oh. great place that one of our previous episodes, one of those guys recommended Broad and Bank Seafood uh, in mid-city New Orleans. Um, fantastic gumbo. So, but you're all the way in North Texas. So yeah. How do you bring the flavors of South Louisiana to North Texas? I guess it's because of what I was taught. Mm -hmm. um, it's in me. I mean, it's in me. And every, every recipe my dad taught me, every recipe my mom taught me, I stick to it. Um, whether I'm doing a wet roux with it or I'm doing a dry roux. And so I just keep the flavors going and I don't change it. I don't change it for anyone. I just keep the same flavors that I brought from New Orleans. And so, yeah, okay. What part, by the way, what part of New Orleans did you grow up in? Actually, the Seventh Ward. All I right. am deep in New Orleans. That is, that is <laughs> the Seventh Ward is great. Uh, so, all right. So, do you have any challenges like finding the right ingredients or finding anything? I mean, you're in Dallas. I imagine you can get seafood, but maybe not the same quality seafood you can get in New Orleans. Like, how do you overcome those challenges? Well, I go home to my dad. He's in New Roads, Louisiana. And when I need it, I drive down my two ice chests and I bring it back with me. If I need it, then my brothers, they'll ship it to me. I make sure I have those flavors with me. Um, a lot of the stores have started getting some of the items. Sometimes mm -hmm. they don't have it. Um, so basically I go home, I go get it, I bring it back. And then I make sure I keep it going with the same flavors. From yeah, home. That, it's key. I mean, New Roads, by the way, right there on the banks of False River. Yes. Right up there. That's uh, exactly Point, right. Point Capee Parish, I think. Point Capee Parish. Point Capee, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. I love New Roads. I mean, Brent and I both grew up in Baton Rouge. So, okay. So yeah, we're familiar with, uh, with that area. Uh, Brent? You got some more questions? So that answers a question I had, which is, you know, mm -hmm. where do you get the good stuff? So you have a, you have local, you have your uh, inside sources. So other yes. other catering companies can't uh, claim that. That's for sure. Um, right. So have you heard of uh, Chris's Specialty Foods that just moved to Dallas or Frisco? Uh, I'm not. It may be a good contact for you to get some 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 ingredients uh, but they're they're local i mean they're from louisiana they're they're i guess they have four or five locations in louisiana and now they they have one in frisco and they're opening another one in the dallas area oh, so okay. um i know so i'm actually making the trip so we'll talk because i'm making the trip out to that way this weekend possibly maybe sunday so i don't know maybe i have to come your way we'll figure something out awesome um, i need to be your best customer <laughs> Brent's okay. gonna buy your 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 biggest pan of gum. I know, and take okay. it back. I mean the the biggest ice chest I have too. Um, Come on. So let me let me ask you, like, if you're making gum, first of all, if you're just making gumbo at your house for you, can you just describe the kind of gumbo you're making? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna do wet roux, dry roux? Are you gonna do tomato and okra, or no tomato and okra? Are you gonna do chicken and sausage? Are you gonna do seafood? What do you What do you like to eat? I like all the way gumbo. 
I cook it the same way for me at home, the way mm-hmm. I would cook it for a customer. So basically most, I would go with the wet roux because um, I love to use, and some people don't do this, but I like using bacon fat. Mm-hmm. I love using bacon fat, bacon fat to start my roux off. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, but um, I go all the way. I go all the way. I use some tomato and I use okra. I mix both of them together. You should look oh, at yeah, our, uh, have you seen our Instagram yet? And if not, we have gumbo <laughs> memes. <And> my, <laughs> my favorite meme was, you know, hey, I made gumbo. And the lady goes, well, how much did it cost? And he replies, my whole day. So yes. how long does it take you to, when you go all in, how long does it take you to make one of your gumbos? Well, just the roux takes me three hours. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Tell me, That's tell me why. Time. What? Tell me because, why. Because first of all, making a roux is my piece to my gumbo. The roux has to be right. I will stand at that stove for three hours and have the stove on very low, very low, because I want to just see the transformation of the colors. I am watching the colors of the roux. I'm getting that roux right. So first of all, it takes me about two and a half to three hours just to do the roux. Just you have bacon fat and you have flour. Yes, and bacon fat and flour. Does that the three hours include cooking the bacon and rendering and getting the fat? No, it's just the fat. I'm telling you, you just go slow. Does the three hours include feeding the pig, raising the pig from a piglet, and then slaughtering the pig, (laughs) and and butchering him for the bacon, and and then. I'm what? looking at a video on your Instagram right now, which is at Creole Cajun Queen of your roux. And I mean, are you are you like one to one fat to flour ratio? Or are you a little bit more flour, a little bit more fat? Well, well, a little bit more flour. It's less fat, more flour. Mm-hmm. You don't want it too greasy and you don't want it too wet. You want it to just keep smoothing in. And look, there you go. There you go. You just stir that. You just keep yeah. stirring. You stay there. You put you some music on, get you some wine, and you just keep going, <laughs> keep going for hours. That's a, that's a, I make, uh, Brent laughs at me because I have my kids stand at the stove and stir my roux while I'm, I'm chopping up all the other stuff. That's, that's how we break down the labor because I make my kids work at it. I mean, a three hour <laughs> roux is probably the longest one. Yeah. And then, and then do you, you put your, use your Trinity, I take it. I do my bell pepper, my onions, and my celery. I do that the day before. I do that stuff the day before. What do you what do you do to it? Do you I mean you well look do you saute it or I have this method. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) When I'm doing gumbo, everything is chopped and in labeled and in containers the night before in the refrigerator because Mm. I have to concentrate on that root. I need see a bunch of smoke in my house. Right. If the smoke is not smoking with the bacon fat and roux flavor, it's not, it's not going to work. I'll toss mm. it. I'll toss it. So After yeah. Three, okay. It's uh, a process. Now what about the stock? Let's talk stock. Let's talk uh-huh. stock. Go ahead. Okay. Do you make your own? I make my own stock. It's with the shrimp. I do the shrimp heads. You know, when you peel the shrimp, mm-hmm. take the heads off. Mm-hmm. And I add a little bit of the powder uh, crab oil mix mm-hmm. into my stock. Mm-hmm. Um, the chicken, I do a whole chicken, but you must put the chicken in a net because the little bitty bones after it boil, 
it could get all, you know, sometimes into the mixture. So mm-hmm. I use like a crawfish net, like the net they use for the crawfish. Yeah. And then I do it that way. And then you marinate, you put both of them together. So my stock is like a fresh, from the fresh chicken and then uh, my shrimp heads. Together, right? Shrimp and the chicken in the same so well, pot. I, I or separate. Separate. It's, a, <laughs> it's a process. Remember, it's a process. <laughs> I love it. So, so you're all the way gumbo. Is a is it a shrimp and chicken and sausage gumbo? It it is it is all this chicken, sausage, and seafood. And the only seafood that I use is shrimp and crabs, blue crabs. Right. Mm-hmm. Only saw, blue crabs. In I saw my the video gumbo. that you have yeah. the blue crabs. Fame, what's your question now? I know what it is, and it's about the sausage. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you use smoked sausage. You use andouille. What's your what's your sausage of choice? Now you're gonna you're gonna be mad because I don't use undue. I use double D. All right, I'm out of this call. How do I hang I'm up right way, now? Look, hey, I'm double D. I look, I'm, I'm I was raised with with these two parents, and they always mm. had the double D, and so that's the sausage that I use. It's nothing wrong with undue, but mm. I use the double D. Now double D is is. Uh... One of my favorite gumbos, one of one of the a restaurant in Covington. I asked them, and that, it's just straight double D, which is mm-hmm. it's a perfectly acceptable sausage. Uh, yes, I mean I yeah. like andouille, but double D if you're going to use smoked is uh, is really good as well. Hey, it is. And then okay, so your roux takes three hours. You make your own stock, so we're probably a good five six hours into this, uh, and we hadn't even combined any ingredients yet, really. So how long does it take you overall? To, to prepare that gumbo? It take about five hours. Oh yeah. Let me tell you why. Well, the chopping stuff is the day before, remember. Mm-hmm. It's the roux that takes the longest. Because mm-hmm. see, that roux has, you cannot rush the roux. That's, that's the key, it's the roux. Um, after that, and when you're adding everything in, you have to let the gumbo cook. Mm-hmm. Because then it's gonna be gritty. You know, I don't know if you ever had it gumbo and you might taste it a little gritty so it needs to boil for at least an hour and a half so i want to say maybe four and a half hours because you did everything you prepped everything the day before is it okay so it honestly i i just had supper probably 30 minutes ago and i'm i'm hungry again <laughs> right now just talking about this so uh do you like to serve your gumbo the same day you make it or the next day I'm gonna be honest with you. I like mm. the next day. Mm-hmm. It marinates better. Mm-hmm. I don't. I have. I do serve it the same day, but the next day is something about the seasoning soaking in that gumbo. Mm-hmm. It just does it. It does everything better. Second day gumbo is the greatest gumbo. Yes, yes. it that's, is. Uh, yep, that's fantastic. Well, uh, I don't know if I have at least one more question. I know. Go ahead. All right. So <laughs> you're in. In New Orleans or wherever, in Dallas, wherever, if you're going to go out and eat somebody else's gumbo, where are you going to go for a good gumbo? That that face is funny because everybody likes gumbo the way they make it. I know, but you know what? If I'm going to eat a good gumbo, I go to a friend's house. I know that sounds crazy, Mm, but I like to go to, uh, I want to eat home gumbo. Right. Mm -hmm. Restaurant gumbo is fine, and I know that I'm basically restaurant, but I <laughs> I want a home. Well, I know it sounds crazy, but I want to go into like I'll come to your house. 
You come to my house. If you Damon come makes to a good gumbo, gumbo. I'm gonna come eat gumbo at your house. I hope you I'm like. I'm gonna be extremely gonna... nervous if you come eat my gumbo, <laughs> yeah. but I, but I will cook it for you. I will tell Don't you that right nervous. now. Chicken. I love home gumbos. He's got so much meat in his gumbo: chicken, I'm, tasso, I'm a very eight kinds gumbo. of sausages. Just kidding. Oh, uh, you better love no, meat. I, I do. It's my gumbo is a lot of protein. Um, so, uh, so can you think of any any restaurant or any place? Where a listener might might say, "Listen, I I can't, I'm not in range of the Creole Cajun Queen. I'm in Houston, or I'm in El Paso, or I'm in Fairbanks, or I'm in or New I'm Orleans. Be in New Orleans, yeah, in or New- I'm going to be in or I'm in New Orleans. Where can I go get one? Oh well, well where I used to go because I haven't been down there um, for a while, you know, mm-hmm. because I stopped and I eat gumbo and New Roads. I will probably go if Two Sisters was still, is it Two Sisters still open? I would go to Two Sisters and eat gumbo there. I don't, I don't even actually know if it's, it's still open. Is it still yeah. open? Two yeah. Sisters used to make some good gumbo. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Are sure. there, are, are there, when you get a, somebody puts a goal, a bowl of gumbo in front of you, is there anything that you look at it right away and you think, oh, this is going to be good or, oh, this is going to be bad? Are there any gumbo warning signs? I would say if the if the gravy or if it's too thin, mm-hmm. if it's extremely thin, then I may say, oh, it may be a little watered down. Mm-hmm. You, it, it has to be like right in the middle between thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's big chunks of tomatoes floating around, then I may say, oh, I'll just take the tomato out, push it to the <laughs> side. You know, <laughs> that may be a red flag for me, but doesn't it doesn't mean that it's not good. It does not mean that at all. I don't want to get you in trouble, but have you seen any crazy, horrible attempts at gumbo in Dallas, in Texas? <laughs> I have. Yes, I have. Yes, yeah. I have. And it makes my job hard because when you're doing authentic gumbo and then you come up against something oh. that's not as authentic, you you know, they're like, that's, that's, this is gumbo. And I'm like, no, this is gumbo. Yeah. So, yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. I've seen, I've had the yellow rice before and I couldn't, I'm like, what? <laughs> yellow rice? Yeah. So you, no. you ta- Oh, we didn't about- even ask you about the potato salad versus rice. Oh yeah. Uh, are you okay. a potato salad? Are you, you ever, have you, you ever, you done the potato salad in gumbo? Do you serve that with I your gumbo on the side? Right on top. I, there you go. I, look, this is at home. This yeah. is at home because in Texas, they're, they're a little bit afraid. You got to walk them through it. So if you're going to serve Texans gumbo, put the potato salad on the side, let them just do a little dab with the spoon. But if I was at home, I'm going to put that potato salad right on top. I love it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I love it. She's got to be uh, John- Jonathan Perry. Um, I have a question, Feynman. Okay. Uh, we've talked about the roux. We've talked about so far. We you've walked us through the gumbo. Is there? Jonathan Perry gave us a secret. He does a little bit. Of, he drizzles a bunch of honey over the top right before he serves it. Kind of stirs it in. Do you have any secrets that you can reveal that we at home maybe sh- should use any besides trips? the yeah. three-hour roux? Is there anything else? A little thing, <sighs> a little seasoning, something that's. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, a lot of people don't put the powder crab oil in a gumbo. You can, right. you can dig the recipe up if you want. You won't see it. You won't mm. see it. That is a, because the powder uh, uh, crab oil, it has a, a good flavor and it has a little salt in it. 
but with a little spice also, not mm. the liquid. Don't do the liquid. The liquid is straight hot. I would right. think that that would be a little bit of a secret that I don't think anybody right. really would try. And that's in your, when you do your stock, or is that when you also, when you're doing the- That's uh, in my, that's in my stock. And yeah. sometimes I sprinkle heads. just a little bit more, just a little bit, not too got much. It. All right. I, I have some, so I'm going to try it this weekend. Oh, yeah. I have some, some, some roux I'm going to try out. So Yeah, we had, we've- uh... I know we've talked to a ton of people about gumbo and I've read a ton of recipes and I don't think I've any, seen anybody say to put the crab oil in the stock, but that's a, that's a good idea. I like, I like mm -hmm. that. That could be my missing ingredient. I've been doing the shrimp heads. Well, I don't do the chicken. I've never mixed the chicken stock with the, the shrimp stock that I make. Oh, well, maybe I will with a little crab oil. Yes. Mm. Yep. Looking forward mm. to this weekend, but I am, I'll message you. I am probably okay. coming to the Dallas area <laughs> Sunday. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. You have to get up to North Dallas, man. Get up there by Frisco. I know. I'm, a little going Elm. To, I'm going to Frisco to the, I have a, uh, for my birthday, my mom okay. got me Chris's specialty foods gift certificate because they, I usually just take an ice chest and get frozen. They have all this gumbo that you can get and they, they freeze dry and you warm it up later. Anyway, but they're okay. now here. But I'll have to get you the, the unfrozen stuff. And then from then on, yes. get the frozen stuff. I'm going to be your Wonderful. best customer. I need to have a party just so you can cater it. Wonderful. Do you Please. come out my way? Do you come a out A party my way? for one. I come anywhere you pay to fly me out or bring me right. out. All right. Well, you can drive well, to me. It's not bad. Okay. Well, great. Um, I think that that about does it for me, Brent. You good? Oh, I have a, a very important question. Oh. Uh, you've recently joined TikTok. Tell us more. Oh my God. I'm just having fun. Look, I'm just having fun with TikTok. Right. My kid, you know, my, my college student, he keeps coming to me with the TikTok. So finally, when I made 49, I said, well, let me give it a try. And I did one video and I started enjoying it. Right. I watched it. I never watched it before. And I say, oh my God, what have I been missing? So I'm actually just having and living my best, my best life with TikTok. Yeah. That's actually what I'm doing. And also getting my food out because I didn't know you can do I that. Know. It's yeah. another way to get your food out. Yeah, so you, that you're braver so, than me. So fame and letter, uh, yeah. So tell us, tell us where to find you. Give us the yep. TikTok, give us the Instagram, give us the website. Give us, yeah. Okay. Tell so us where to get Instagram, you. The Instagram is Creole Cajun Queen. And then I do have a website, CreoleCajunQueen.com, Facebook, Creole Cajun Queen. You can email me at CreoleCQueen at gmail.com. I also have a new pickup location for my customers in Plano, Texas. It's 2011 West Spring Creek Parkway, Suite 2000. And I do amazing crab oil plates and other items. And you can have me, uh, you can pick things up there from me also. Oh man, I'm and I'm gonna go tell you if you're that on that way. Instagram, just just be prepared for your mouth to water. And the website, oh my, like the just I've been the distracted pictures. over here. Just the just, pictures just of her gumbo. It. I mean, you just look at her gumbo. Look at the shrimp. Just look at how perfect Thank that roux you. is. It uh, it looks amazing. <laughs> it's it, not even it, fair. It, it absolutely <laughs> does. So thanks again to uh, Gail Levy Boudreau, the Creole Cajun Queen, That's right. in North God. Texas, for joining us uh, tonight here on this episode 
of the Gumbo Show. As always, check us out on our uh, our website, gumboshow.us, our Instagram at DA Duh Gumbo Show, and on Twitter at Gumbo Show. Hit us up, let us know what we missed, what we said wrong, what you want Gail to cook for you, how you can bring Gail and the Creole Cajun Queen out to you at some point, and how mouthwatering this stuff looks. Let us hear from you. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Gumbo Show. Mm-hmm.